tested. Mother approved. I'm the kid, Ruben. I'm the mom, Dawn. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. Hello. How's it going, Ruben? <laughs> Good, mom. How are you? You know, it's a little warm here today. Got a little sweat going on, but we're okay. Yeah. It was it was warm yesterday, but last night it cooled off a lot. Oh. What? Our house was still really hot. Well, but I mean, it wasn't. And it's, we're in California, so again, we really can't complain because yeah. we don't have humidity. We, don't we have, also don't have air conditioning. We don't have air conditioning, but we also live like, we're not super inland either. Right. It's been hotter. And it's supposed, I mean, it's summertime. Hello. It's mid-July. Yeah. It's supposed to be hot here. So anyway. Uh, if you've never listened to the podcast before, Kid Tested Mother Proves a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme is given to us and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. That's right. And this week's theme, so we're doing something different for July. We're doing actors. Yeah, we don't have a fun name for it because it's whatever. actors. Yeah. This week, and it was Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Yes. This was a cool week. This was a good idea. Except you cheated. I, I mean, I even asked you. I was like, is it cheating? You were like, I don't know. Just give me whatever. And I was like, all right. I don't think I actually sound like that. Yeah, and then but you were like, <laughs> you're like, by the way, here's $100. No, if I, I forget saying this and I deny saying this, just go ahead and take it out of my wallet. Good luck on that one. There's nothing in my wallet but candy wrappers. How old are you? <laughs> I know, right? Whatever. Um, so I think you're first. Am I first? Yeah, because I... So we did Sigourney Weaver. We did. And what movie did I give you? Copycat. Yes. Go okay. ahead. I'm just going to sit here and listen. So Copycat is from the 90s. I forget what year. 1995. It's from 1995. And it's very interesting because this was an era where these thrillers were happening consistently. Mm-hmm. Like right now, sci-fi and superheroes is the big thing. And I really feel like in the 90s, this kind of like thriller suspense was trying to make a resurgence. And I was reading like a thing where Sigourney Weaver said, yeah, this movie, this is one of her favorite movies that she's ever been in. Yeah. And this kind of just got lost to time. It is such a cool idea and concept for a movie. So it is about... And, we can talk about, like, you and I briefly off mic talked about, like, if they remade this. And we can yes. talk about it. Yes, you love to talk about that. I love to talk about this. But um, for me, this is now a much more relevant movie than I feel like it ever was in the 90s. I think you're right. Absolutely. Because true crime right now is huge. It is huge to look up these old crimes into these famous ones. Like, this movie. Oh, yeah. But. If, if there's a million movie podcasts, yes, there's two million true crime podcasts. Seriously? I didn't know that. True crime podcasts are huge. And that's why I'll talk about if they remade it. Sure. It wouldn't be a true crime author. Does that okay. make sense? No, but that's okay because you're going to explain it It'd to be me. a true crime podcaster. Oh, got it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so true crime is huge right now. It's blowing up. I mean, there's millions and millions. Really? Oh. Uh, my Favorite Murder, Last Podcast on the Left. I mean, it just, there's tons and tons of just these, like... And they talk about real crimes that have happened? Oh, yeah. I mean, some of them, like, you know, they stray. Some of them are, like, specifically, you know, murders or whatever, or, like, killers or that kind of stuff. Yeah. Other ones get more in the paranormal of, like, weird, like, this guy said he saw a Bigfoot. Like, oh, that okay. kind of stuff, but, like... I just didn't know. I oh, didn't know that no, there were people, that many. I mean, we'll even look at, like, TV, right? Like, that new O.J. Simpson show that came out, and there's right. been, like, 17 shows about the Menendez brothers was in the last, just, like, week and a half. Just one, but... There's two. Oh, so I didn't know there that. There was one with... L.A. Uh, Law. I mean, not L.A. Law, sorry. What is it? Law there, and Order. But it was with Courtney Love? Or was it the other one? There was another one with Courtney Love. Oh, yeah, no. This so, one was Law and Order, and it had other people in yeah, it. Yeah, but... So that's the thing, is... is this whole real case thing of going back into these old cases and really, like, learning about them, that's huge right now. Huh, I didn't know that. And this movie name drops famous serial killers like it's got, like, it's just loose change falling out of its pockets. I mean... Ooh, great way to put it. Because there's so many... I guess I'll get into the story in a sec, but there's so many references of just, like, now, people, like me, being a big true crime fan and loving all these kind of characters... There's this thing where, like, at the beginning, she's, like, giving this demonstration. It shows guys in the audience and then these guys that went on to be these ki- killers. Mm-hmm. And in the 90s, it was probably like, who's that guy? Like, who's this guy? And it's, I'm like, that's Ed Kemper. Like, Ed Kemper, he really has blown up recently. Or, like, that's the BTK killer. Or that's this guy. Or that's this guy. And it's like... Yeah, I had no idea when they, I saw it. They reference John Wayne Gacy and Richard Ramirez as just happening. Mm-hmm. But, like, a lot of, like... Son of Sam is heavily, I mean, it's recreated. Ted Bundy is referenced and almost recreated. Like, it, there's a lot that is, like, a Dahmer is recreated. It's very interesting. Um, so the whole plot of this movie 
is there there's kind of two plots going on. Okay. There well actually there's three plots going on. Oh wow. Three is like a major subplot though. Okay. The first plot is Sigourney Weaver. Yes. And she is a true crime author. Yes. Um she writes about serial killers. She, you know, she's not r- related to the police in any way. Mm-hmm. She's just an author. Well, one of her fans get, goes nuts. He tries to kill her. Uh, he fails. Uh, he is now in prison. And she wakes up and we realize it was a, it happened for real. But what we just witnessed was kind of a dream of what had happened for real. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Um, real quick, no, there's no real spoilers in this movie because it's not like a whoa, like a twist movie. It's pretty straightforward. But I do suggest if you love true crime. Go back and watch this before you listen to the rest of it, just because, like, I mean, like we say before in the movies with the twists, sitting here having me go, and then they do this, and they do that, is not as interesting as really watching it. Absolutely. It's a really, really, really good movie, and everyone in this movie plays it super well and plays it very believable, and there's some pretty good... There's a couple parts that I don't like that we'll talk about, but there, like, there's a whole love subplot that is so shoehorned in. Um... But it's very interesting to kind of watch this whole... It really feels like a proto-castle or a proto-bones of like I think you're somebody right. that's working with the police that is not... She's almost a good Hannibal actor. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, But she doesn't want to work with the police. No, she wants no. nothing to do with this and she kind of gets... She doesn't really it. have a choice. Right. Um, because she's starting to get tormented by this. So the movie's called Copycat. So this murder happens and then this other murder happens and there's like three murders or something... And they're like, what's the connection? There's clearly a connection here, but we don't know the connection. And they bring it, oh. So that's Sigourney Weaver's whole thing. Yes. She is a true crime, and now she has agoraphobia. She does not leave her apartment. She can't. It, it just, that's not her. She can't do it. Right. We see her try to leave the apartment, or she tries to get the newspaper out of the hallway with a broom. Right. And it does this, like, camera shift where it shows her visual of her being like, Almost dizzy, Yeah, right? dizzy and it going white. And then so she gets inside and she gets the newspaper. Uh, then we meet Holly Hunter and Dylan McDermott. Dermot Mulroney. Whatever. You no, know. no, there's that's, there's yeah, two I, different actors. You know, oh, don't worry. We haven't even talked about Harry Connick Jr. yet, whose name that you and I, while talking off mic, have called him all sorts of different names. Have we? Yeah, we called him Billy Bob Thornton. You did. I did not. <laughs> you, you repeated it after I did. When okay, because so- I thought it was funny. Okay, um, go ahead. So... Dermot Mulroney, his yes. name is Reuben. Yes, and he is a... Cop. Yes. Yay for the Rubens. Oh, good. I get so... Like, I'm very lucky my name isn't like Greg. You know what I mean? Because like, every movie has a Greg. But then I feel like at the same time you'd kind of get over it if your name right. is Greg. It's still just kind of like... Oh, forgot that guy's name is Reuben. And here's the thing. Here's the thing, filmmakers of, of Ed the World... You got a character named Ruben? How about he sees the credits? I've never watched anything, <laughs> like, ever, with a character named Ruben who really sees the credits. And don't even come in like, well, along came Polly. Everyone sees the credits in along came Polly. That's not what I mean. I mean, if there's a movie where people are not going to see the end credits, one of them is going to be Ruben. And that's ridiculous. It happens in Where the Red Fern Grows. It happens in this. It's happened, it happens in Jessica Jones. It happens in all sorts of things. So the Ruben's always... Yeah, it's like, hi, I'm Ruben. Oh, either he doesn't see the end credits or he's a creepy weirdo, which is always fun to be like, oh, your name's Ruben? Like the guy in Jessica Jones. Oh, you mean the dude that's watching her change? Yeah, that guy. That's the name I share. (laughs) But it might be spelled differently. Usually it is. Good. So that you go, no, that's not me. I'm spelled differently. Or like like when you were five and people would spell... Can I tell this? Well, I'm going to anyway. I don't know what you're talking about. So people would always spell your name wrong. Yeah. Because they would add an extra E in there. And when you were five, you were sitting on the couch and sitting by the counter and you threw up your arms and protested. You said, I am not a sandwich. I did that at five? Yeah, you were five. Wow. Yeah. You've oh. always been very vocal. Yeah. Well, I have I a story about when you were two and a half, but I won't tell that one either. Okay. It's cute. Thanks. Um, but so anyway, so so we meet Dylan McDermott. Dermot Mulroney. Mulroney. Dylan. Just call him Ruben. Because okay. then you won't get... Yeah, because there are two actors and their yeah, names yeah. are so close. There's a whole SNL skit about it where yeah. one of them even... For, like, they even bring out... I think it's this guy, Dylan D- Dermot Mulroney. They bring him out. And they go, who is this? And he forgets which one he is. 
There you um, go. So just call him Reuben the Cop. So Reuben the Cop. There you go. He's like, oh. And he, when he gets it, like, him and Holly Hunter, uh, who is great. Second time she's shown up in a movie? What would be the other one? Uh, <laughs> Big Sick. Yes. Although so 90s with her bangs. Did you notice oh, yeah. the poofy bangs? Here's the problem. Is this, so this movie to me feels like A Quiet Place. And this is going to sound very strange. Because... Okay. Uh, the trailers for A Quiet Place looked so generic. Right. And so, like, just every other horror movie of that of the time, right? So right. it's like, I don't want to see that. This movie, I'm, I haven't seen the trailer, but, like, it's like, oh, she's just Jodie Foster. Oh, it's just this. Oh, right. it's just this. And it's not. It really is its own thing with a very, very interesting story. And I really think that this movie could could find a new audience now. Because of just, like, strong female lead, true crime, you know what I mean? It's just, like, boom, boom, boom. Like, it's pretty good. Um, yeah. So so her and Ruben are cops, and they're investigating these murders. So can I ask a question what you think about yeah. something? Do you think that she and Re- that Holly Hunter and Ruben are partners, or do you think that Holly Hunter is training Ruben? It I kind think of they're partners. Fe- okay. Kind of felt like she was training him a little bit. No, it f- well... I think like he she was has, new or something. I think she has more experience, but I think that they are partners. Partners. But there's not like a, I'm old and you're new and we don't get along. No. No, she's not. What's cool is she is a strong female police officer. Right. And she's not, she doesn't fit in. She's not doing anything like, she's not mean. No. She She's a normal human being. She's just good at her job. Right. Which is like. Cool, great, awesome. I like it. She doesn't need to have this weird character flaw of like, oh, but she's a mom, but a cop. Like, you know what I mean? Of just this weird like. Yeah, no, and I don't. None of her personal life doesn't really come out. There's a li- that little bit of subplot, but that, it's so shoehorned in. Yes, and it's like it didn't. It even didn't need to, they could have cut it, and it that wouldn't have whole even mattered. Character didn't even need to be there nope. because everyone was just concerned that everyone else was sleeping with each other. And guess what? Nobody was. No. Literally, no one in this movie sleeps with each other, but everyone else is concerned that everyone is sleeping with each other. Yeah. And literally, nobody is. Nope. Um. So, so Ruben and Holly Hunter are police officers. Yes. And then they're investigating these crimes, and then something happens where uh, Sigourney Weaver gets involved, but she has... Oh, she keeps calling. She's, like, calling and calling and calling and being like, here's what it is. Here what it is. Well, they f- eventually find who she is and find her. And then they kind of approach her, and they're like, "Boo, boo, 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 boo." Here's this, and she's like, "Oh, well, here's how it is. They're these are all copycats. Uh, it's trying to be this like killer or whatever, and blah, blah, blah. Like this right. one's trying to be this. Well, then they find out it's not just. I don't remember the who the first one is. Oh, the first one's the Boston Strangler. Yes. It's not just the Boston Strangler because the next one is the Hillside Stranglers, which is two people, which is kind of interesting. Uh, never mind. Don't want to get into why that's interesting. Yes. Um. You know why. Yes. Um, this movie's rated R. Let's just keep it at that. But but can I say... So there is a little bit of the adult storyline, but not in... I have to say, yes, it's rated R, but I didn't think the language is over the top. There's a couple, but it's... Uh, it wasn't like beep, 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 which some movies you watch. Yeah. Um, also, not super duper violent. I mean, they get to the point for across... Being a, for being a movie about murder and not being like, my outsides! Right. Like, <laughs> You I, say that every time. I know. Well, <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean? It's not like, ooh, I chopped in half. Well, and, then, and it's a two-minute scene, and you're just like, got it. I did close my eyes, but yeah. it, they weren't very long, because then the music would change, and it would be over, so. Yeah. Um, but real, real, real backpedaling. P- Sorry. No, no, no. It's my fault. I reference him. Harry Connick Jr. <gasps> plays a psychopath in this movie. And he he could have been... I think he was definitely underutilized. Definitely. He would have been a, like, we'll, I mean, we'll talk about the end too. He would have been a much, it would, the thing is, if he was just overutilized, it would just been Silence of the Lambs. Does right. that make sense? Totally. Because he, he's not Hannibal Lecter. No. At all. No. But he's. He's he, icky. He's he, creepy. He is so creepy. And he's got this weird Southern twang. Which he normally does have a little bit of a Southern twang to his voice. A little bit. Because he's, he's from like, somewhere. But he's like a lounge singer. Okay. This is like the dude you find at like down the street in a Vegas bathroom 
that's you know what I mean that's like how you doing it's like I just want to go pee pee <laughs> <laughs> okay don't think I've ever been in that situation it's but. not fun but <laughs> but you know what I mean of just like right. like you see him and you hear the opening bars of deliverance the yep. yeah. he's crazy he's insane the fact that he somehow avoided being typecast is astounding to me I, he is he not brilliant in this film? He's I didn't amazing. remember him being in it. I mean, I saw his name, but when I saw it originally in 1995, I, now because I, I watched mm. it this morning, I didn't remember. When when his he bad showed guy. up in the crowd, and I went, I knew like just he's in the opening credits. I went, is Harry Connick Jr. And then went, that's Harry Connick Jr. And he's creepy. Oh, he's being so creepy, and he's being like gross, and he's here's the thing. Then this, because I'm a big fat nerd, this is what my brain said. Okay. Yeah, I want that guy in a Batman movie. You know what I mean? Like those right. Christopher Nolan dark weird. I would love that guy to play a weird Batman villain. Yeah, but here's the question. So that was 1995. Yes. This is 2018. Yes. Is Harry Connick Jr. too old to play creepy Batman villain? How? No, I don't think so. I just, because it was such, there's such a difference Because he time. looks really young in that movie. In 1995. He, that's right, because he was, I think he's probably in his for, mid-40s. Maybe. I, 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 he's I, younger than I am, so he could even be early 40s, late 30s. Yeah, and but no, I think that like he was like so good. Like, we are not doing it justice for right. how terrifyingly... like So scary. For I mean, you look at him and you're like, that dude looks like he does a home improvement show. No, I mean like in, the, in real life. Yeah. Like... Like he look, yeah, he's fifty right now. So he's just a little bit younger than I am. So he here's could, if if he was a Batman villain, and all the nerds listening would be like, "Yeah, I get." It. He could play the Mad Hatter, and that means nothing to you. No, uh, Mad, just, yeah. Mad Hatter is obviously a character inspired by Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland. He abducts blonde teenagers, calls them Alice. He does mind control. Ooh, but, creepy! He would be great he, at it. He could play that very creepy because he's still Harry Connick Jr behind the psycho right and so he still has that, that like gentlemanness almost yeah even though he's like this and his teeth are weird i was gonna say but i didn't notice it when when they did the first scenes up the first bathroom scene the first where he's in the college seat i didn't notice it but then when they had the video chat then i noticed the weird teeth thing i never noticed it and here's what's funny i cannot tell if it's supposed to look like he has a gap or if it's supposed to be rotted because you can clearly see that there is tooth there. Right. Like, you can clearly see that is stuff on the tooth. And I can't tell if it's, like, is it supposed to look rotted or is it supposed to look like there's a gap? Yeah. Either way, know, it's it terrifying. I weird, yeah. Um, and he was really good at being super scary. And he's in it for two scenes. Literally two scenes. Uh, maybe three, four. Three. three. Well, the, I mean, the first one, he's not... When it's just his face, that's yeah, not... Yeah, but... It, not, but he's, he's yeah. not, I mean... Anyway, you're right. It's not a huge part for him, but I, he he's nailed. in a bathroom. Then he's but oh man, when he's in that bathroom in that first scene, so I good. knew something was going to happen. Right. It was uh, just. And good. then in the second scene, he's in jail. So it, it's not right. It's him and then the last screen. scene, he's in jail again, but it's actually the cameras with him as opposed to him being on a computer screen for a scene. Right. And let's can we just talk about the computer? Oh man, these so computers. nineteen. I mean, it was nineteen ninety five, and it was. Definitely before, like, internet. Mm -hmm. Or... I mean, there was internet, but, like, the thing is, like, they couldn't remake... Like, I, I, we were talking about, like, if they remade it, and I, I said, it'd be cool to keep it in the 90s. But you also, like, realize now, too, a lot of movies that are set in the 90s don't usually deal with computers because it takes you out of it so quick when they're like, hold on, let me jump on the hard drive, and it's like... Right, exactly. Like, or even his phone. Did yeah. you notice his oh, little phone? all the phones were huge. Yeah, like flip phones with little antennas. And, um, yeah, they had one of those. But so so the whole story is this killer is copycatting these famous serial killers. Yes. And they can't tell the order. They don't understand it. They don't get the order. It's not following. It's not tracking. Um, I think that if this was remade, it would get a little bit more in detail with some of the... Uh, some of the 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 details of the crime, mm -hmm. uh, like with the Hillside Strangler, some more of those details because there's with the whole Jeffrey Dahmer thing. There's like its own detail that they just completely glazed over. So it's like, okay, so what's going on here? So we eventually see this guy uh, who is the one doing it. I don't 
I mean, he was, he was just like a guy. You know he what I mean? He was just a guy. He's in the... He's... But here's the thing, too, is I think this came out years before Seven, right? I'm not sure on that. I think so, but I'm not sure. But it, this... But that's the thing, is you look at this and go, hey, it just looks like Silent Lambs. It just looks like Seven. Like, because it even does that thing Seven does. Where... Did I you don't re- think I've seen it all the oh, way, because it's pretty scary. So, it's pretty scary, but it's so good. So, Kevin Spacey's in the movie, like, seven different times. He's following the detectives around, because he's the bad guy. But he, like, follows the, tra- the detectives around. Uh-huh. And so he just, like, walks past, and he's like, excuse me, like, to Brad Pitt. Walks right past him, as Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman are talking... And there's no... The camera does not follow Kevin Spacey. The ke- camera does not acknowledge that that was Kevin Spacey. But later, Brad Pitt starts to piece it all together and blah, 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 blah. Uh, the, the guy who, who goes on to be the copycat killer, uh-huh. he's in two previous scenes. One I noticed immediately because, unfortunately, they gave the copycat killer these big, very distinct glasses. Right. And then, like, the next scene, he's right there in these big, distinct glasses. And he, like, says, hello to, like, a police officer. And I'm like... Oh, it's that guy. Right. You can clearly see his big, his big dumb old glasses. Like, there he is. Um, and then he's a, he is actually in the same beginning scene where, she, where a Sigourney Weaver's given this big lecture. Yes. He's there too, but it's funny because everyone around him is highlighted on. Yes. And so you don't realize he's there because he's just kind of like standing there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's so... Because even at the end, he's like, I saw your face on that big screen. And I'm like... I bet he's in that scene. So you went back and then you're like, come here. Yeah, because I was like, I bet, I bet he's in that scene. Yes. Because that, that, you're, you're trying to look for Harry Connick Jr. Because you see him the once and then you're trying to look for him. You're not trying to look for this guy who really did it. Because right. you don't know. You have no idea. No. Um, so the whole thing. Oh, oh, but the whole third subplot is there's something going on in Chinatown. Yes. We don't know what's going on in Chinatown. It's taking up the other half of the police force. But that's what I liked because it made this feel real. So, and I was just going to say, I didn't think they needed, well, they kind of needed that plot line, but they didn't really. They could have right, done it Right, but it made it feel real because it's like, what do you mean we can't have someone? So, like, he's on the Chinatown case. The Chinatown case is important. Yeah, but but we need them for this case. Well, sorry. Like, this, the, it, it really builds this conflict. And the Chinatown case taking over, they eventually do this big old bust. You could have had two separate movies. Yes. That, like, one one's the Chinatown case and one is this case. And it's just, like, they're not technically connected, but if you watch them, it's like, oh, they like, they kind of, they wouldn't end the same. You know what I mean? It's like, right. they have like one scene in the same. It's like, that, that'd be kind of neat. Like, you oh, could do, cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, so the whole Chinatown thing. And then Ruben is just being a good dude. Yes. A very nice, chill guy. Yes. Bringing this guy who's in lockup, but don't, or he's like, he's in handcuffs and he, the guy steals a gun because some stupid cop left his drawer keys in there. And then the guy in the gun, the guy who was locked up in the handcuffs unlocked it and took the gun and Ruben gave him a donut and he held a gun to Ruben's head and then uh, Holly Hunter shot him and then they were like hooray and then the guy was like I'm not dead and then he shot Ruben and Ruben died yes goodbye Dermot Moroni goodbye Dylan McDermott it's not Dylan McDermott Dermot Moroni well goodbye Dylan McMoroni (laughs) anyway Uh, so he died and Holly Hunter's very sad yes well and everyone's very sad because Sigourney Weaver thought that Ruben was cute. <laughs> yeah, please. Um, <laughs> and then... I she, think you're cute, too, Thanks, Ruben. Mom. Not in the same... Nope. <laughs> weird. Sorry. Weird. Didn't mean it to be weird. But so the whole thing is, like, Sigourney Weaver kind of, like, ha- crushes on her because she even references it earlier. Yes. Like, I, I've been here with nobody ever... Yes. So Ruben spends the night, but not in a weird way, but just like protect her because this whole killer thing is happening. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, nope. And then it's like, well, okay. Yeah. Because then she says, what about your partner? Are you guys partners and everything? And she, he's like, not yet. Yeah. He kind of likes her. Yeah. Um, But it's not like a will they, won't they? It's right. just, it's like, just a, like next. It's just like business is first. You know what I mean? Like he's, they, everyone involved is much more interested in their own specific careers, but they think everyone else wants to just, you know sleep with everyone else right and it really wasn't that no, kind of movie at all no it's not um so holly hunter like thinks that reuben and what's her name sigourney weaver like slept together and they sort of was like we didn't and then like uh, holly hunter's stupid ex-boyfriend character who did not need to exist this movie he was useless um because he felt so shoehorned in he like doesn't like reuben because he thinks that like her and reuben are a thing and he's like take care of her and reuben's like what are you talking about dude i'm just trying to do my job 
Like he's like, Duh, and he like punches Ruben. It's like, get out of here. Right. Um, I was hoping that the reason why that they were doing this was maybe Ruben was in, not Ruben. Sorry, the boy, the ex boyfriend, was involved with it somehow. I was hoping he was gonna get shot right in his dumb head. Well, I, not Ruben. I wasn't um, wanting anyone to get shot in their head, but no, I just thought there wasn't a reason for that whole scene, and no. so I was like, okay, what's the reason? And then, well, the, and then he did this whole. I know I gave Ruben a hard time, but now I wish it was me. I was like, so what? Yeah, he, this idiot makes it about, makes it about himself. Uh huh. It's like, dude, her partner just died. It's like, not really about you. It's not really about you. Like you screwed up. You are bad. Ruben like was just trying to do his job. Ruben gave a man a donut. Like, there you, you dumb, go. You dumb idiot. Like I you know. dumb moron. He gave a man a donut, just trying to be a good cop, and you're over here being like, "I made the bus." <laughs> it was yeah, it was stupid. Um. So anyway, we find out who the killer is. It's Peter Foley or something. I mean, he's just a guy. Um. And so he. But he's super creepy. I mean, he's pretty darn creepy. Yeah. He wasn't creepy to you. Not until the very end, when he like, because the whole movie he's like, "Hi, I'm Peter." Like he's being right. very like quiet and to himself, and then and the kinda end. kind of nerdy. Yeah, but then the end, like his hair is in his face, and he's not wearing his glasses anymore, and he's like an actual psychopath. I was gonna say in his his um, I was gonna say his clip, but that's not the right word. The way his speech came was yeah. very different. Yeah, he like really like started becoming a real person as opposed to just like eh, it's me, awkward man. Exactly. So he he gets all like crazy, and then like and so his whole thing is he's a copycat killer, which I get it. But follow me on this. Okay. He is a copycat killer, correct? Yes. So he tries to do the copy of what Harry Connick Jr.'s character did, right? Yes. Except Harry Connick Jr.'s character didn't kill her. Right? Good. He well, he, but he... Okay, but it, now if we're going to get super technical... Yeah. He killed the policeman, so that makes him a killer. Right, but then like... Yeah, okay, 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 okay. Because I was like, why is he in jail? Oh, right, because he killed a police officer. And he was threatening Sigourney Weaver, and he terrorized her and stuff yeah. like that. So there were other reasons. Yes. Um, so. so then they, they kind of go to, to Harry Connick Jr. and are like, hey, like, they don't go to him, but they video chat him. And they're like, hey, we need yeah, some. Yeah, in 1995, they video chatted him. I was like, really? No, because did you see what it was? No. They could see and hear him. He could only hear. Oh, okay. So it's not like, like they're Skyping. That's what I was it's thinking. It's almost like a phone call, but they can see, but he can't see. Good. Because he, the whole time, he's like, who am I talking to? Like, he doesn't have a screen. Got it. Um, So, yeah. So then Harry Connick Jr. is like, his name's this guy. And they're like, all right, whatever. Well, it's not his name or whatever. Um, So then they find him. Well, so then the, the bathroom scene gets recreated because... So good. She gets captured again. Yep. By... Peter. Peter. And so the bathroom scene's starting to get recreated and he's taking every single thing and he's making the cop look correct and blah 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 blah. And then Holly Hunter comes in and she tries to save her and then he like almost kills Holly Hunter. What? No, the, the one part, so at first she's got both of her shoes on. Yeah. And then he's like, wait, wait, wait. Take the shoe off. But then... Well, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, like, no, I'm gonna jump to one of my favorite parts of this. Um... But it's before Holly Hunter came. I think Sigourney Weaver's character is just like, forget this. I'm so done with this craziness. She takes off her other shoe. No, that that's after Holly Hunter gets I'm shot. I'm sorry. No, okay. it's fine. It's fine. I thought it was before. No, because I also because I also had to go back and watch his. So Holly Hunter busts in and like tries to save her, and then Sigourney Weaver can't say anything because if she says anything, he's like, I'm gonna kill her. And Sigourney Weaver's like, I don't want her to kill Holly Hunter, or I want to kill Holly Hunter. So then he like he poses himself like the dead cop and he puts the dead cop in a I stall. I had forgotten about that. Which was a really... It, I saw it coming. Like, I was like, oh, he's the cop. Because she kind of like... It's very funny. Sigour, I mean, this is an audio podcast. Sigourney Weaver does this like pointing with her eyes. She totally does a like a left This way, left this way. Point. And Holly Hunter's like, the right? And like, and Holly Hunter goes directly to the right. Like, Sigourney Weaver is eye pointing very clearly to the left. And Holly Hunter's like, broom closet shoot and she like shoots the broom closet and i was like okay wait i just remembered <coughs> something hmm. at the very 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 beginning yes uh what's his name harry connick jr shoots a police officer yes i noticed i had to stop the movie and come talk talk to you about this yes he shoots a police officer twice yes and then he puts the gun in yes. the front of his pants yes now i am not a gun expert okay 
but I know that when you fire a gun, especially twice, it is very hot. Is it? I it, don't know. I've never it's, shot it's, a gun before. It's warm. It's very... You, you don't want to touch that. So you it, don't want to put it in your britches? Uh, especially in the front, no. Oh. Especially on your bare skin, no. Because that's the thing. It's not like... Like, that's why holsters, like, you know what I mean? It's like, they're made out of that leather and like, blah, blah, blah. That's probably not accurate. But like, you know what I mean? Of like, there's a reason. Also, this drove me insane. There's like four separate scenes where like cops stand up and you can see the guns like in the backs of their pants. Uh-huh. It's like, did this department just not have holsters? <laughs> like, this, why, why are all your guns back there? Like, put it in your drawer. You're at your desk. What do you need your gun for? I don't know. But in the cop shows now, they always, they don't usually do a holster. It's in the back of their... Yeah, but like at one point, Holly Hunter's like, I'm doing research. And then she gets up to like talk to like the, the guy with the mustache who's not Abe Vigoda. Okay. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, and you can see it in the back of her shirt. And I'm like, why does she need that when she's doing paperwork? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it's really hard paperwork. I don't have any staples. <laughs> <laughs> there you What's go. What's the point of that? And so stop bothering me. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So this whole thing, and then Holly Hunter saves. No, well, sort of. So the whole thing is like, yeah. Then Sigourney Weaver takes her other shoe off, and then this guy starts freaking out because she's ruining the scene and she's ruining it perfection. And he has to like break another thing to get her down, and she runs away. And then she kind of starts going delusional because she's outside, but she realizes that she is safe. Because he is using her to copy the original crime. So he will not do something with her that is... You know what I mean? He will right. not kill her that is not copying the original crime. Because if he kills her, he cannot copy the crime. Right. Because he's not just copying the crime scene. He's copying the crime. Yes. Like, he's not just posing them like how they were found in the original crimes. He's co He's killing them in the same way, too. But yet, he did something with her camisole. Where he cut it, I don't. I didn't understand yeah, why. Me I was either. wondering if that was another like he was trying to, because he mentioned Jack the Ripper. Yeah, I don't. So I was wondering if he was like trying to, yeah. to do a two and one or something. Um. So then the whole thing, yeah. So he 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 dies. They kill him a bunch. They shoot him a lot. Which okay. Here's my problem. Okay. This guy killed a bunch of people, right? Yes. We don't know what that guy in the Chinatown thing who shot Ruben did, but he shot Ruben, and then they all just surround him and are like, put the gun down. How come this guy just gets shot, like, got shot like seven times? I don't know. How come he didn't kill that guy? I that guy know. killed Ruben. I don't know. Um, so then at the very end, uh, it ends and we're like, yay, I guess. Right. Um, cut to Harry Connick Jr. in prison who is kind of revealing in this other letter that, oh, and earlier while he's on the video chat, he references he, he is like Jesus. He has his own disciples and blah, blah. Yeah, he's very weird. He's so, so weird. weird. Um, and he's like, what's the new guy's name? Gordon? Conrad. He's writing this letter to this guy named Conrad, and he's like, uh, Peter failed me, Conrad, and you're my new disciple, and blah, 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 and I'm going to send you undie pants. Like, he, like he's going to, like, send her, send him, like, What's your name's underpants? So it's kind of revealed that like Harry Connick Jr. was behind this whole thing, right? And they kind of set it up for another one. But there was never there was another. never another one. I don't know if it did well in the box office or probably not. not. I love this movie. This movie's really good. You're welcome. Here's what I could see with this movie. Okay. TV show. Yes. Like like a just continuing, or even like each season. You know what I mean? Like season one is this whole movie. Season two is another guy. You yes. Know, and, because yes. I really like the idea of, like, the true crime writer. And maybe she doesn't even ever have to, like, even at the end, like, the, the killer's like, I helped you're not agoraphobic anymore, hooray. But he's, like, being weird about it. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't even mind if she still was and, like, you know, was solving these crimes from her. Sure. From her apartment or whatever. Because it's pretty cool and pretty interesting. It was good. Um, but, yeah. So, I mean, going back way to the beginning of the episode, though, if they remade this now as, like, its own movie, it absolutely would be, like, a podcast Yes. Like of like a, here's a podcast I do and, and I talk about this, these crimes and blah, blah, blah. And someone's like, I listen to every episode. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, I, like front, front row at the taping. Right. Blah, 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 blah. They like, know who he is or her. Yeah. Yeah. Her. It's yeah. But 
it could be the exact same mm-hmm. exact same movie just replace the profession mm-hmm. you know because you don't got to leave your house to be a podcaster you not know at I mean? all you, you, you don't got to do this to be a podcaster and blah, blah 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 and so like you could still be doing all these things it's very interesting um but yeah no i and i i liked that female-led movie female protagonist it was awesome she was holly hunter's amazing holly hunter is like every i mean both movies that we've watched holly hunter and she crushes it I mean, we both also watched another movie with her that we'll talk about. The end is Incredibles 2. Oh, yeah. Because um, you watched that. Um, I watched it this week. Yeah, I did. But uh, she's incredible. I think Holly Hunter is amazing. What? Oh, I did it. You did it. I didn't do that on purpose. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Um, she is an incredible. I was going to say, she, she's Mrs. Incredible. She's Mrs. Incredible. She's also very talented. She is. And she's been she's been in the movie industry for a really long time. Yeah. Oh, let's get to buy it, by the way. 100%. Really? Oh, yeah. This movie's so good. Aren't you glad that you, yeah. I but picked like, this for you, you? This could be like a cool crime like trilogy. Like You really could do Silence of the Lambs, yes. this, uh-huh. and Seven. Of ju- right. But there are so many that you could put with this one. Because like you said, this time period they were doing... A, I can think of three or four right off the top Primal of my fear. head. Is that what that was called? Primal Fear would yeah. go with this. Um, a couple of others could seven. They're great. Or a couple others. But so. this is like super relevant now, which is what what's so crazy about it. Right. Is that like how relevant this truly is now? Right. Excellent. All right. What was your movie? My movie was Be Kind Rewind mm-hmm. with Jack Black. Yes. And Danny Glover. Yes. So, and then there was the other guy. Mustaf. Okay. But when you poke it for Amazon Prime, it didn't say... Well, I don't think it's... I think it was given him his, given his real name. Because I was like, wait, that's not what Ruben said. So anyway, this movie came out in 2007. And it has... In 2007, he was still going by Mostef. Okay. Now he's going by his real name. is Yasin Bey. Yeah, because that's what it said. And I went, wait, that's not his name. Is he acting anymore? Is he doing music? Yeah, or who is he? He was a rapper. Okay. Um, I, I had no idea who he was. So basically, this is a story of a neighborhood. Is it? Oh, it's in New Jersey. Yes. Because it it's it's kind of a neat one because it's it's all about this little tiny video store that is only videos mm-hmm. and run by Danny Glover in a really bad neighborhood. Yes. A really run down, dilapidated, dilapidated, dilapidated neighborhood. Yeah, close enough. No, that's the right word. And um, this new company wants to either knock his building down or have him make make the um, repairs that it's needed. And he has a certain amount of time. But it's the whole, there's kind of a, uh, several side stories. But the main thing is that a musician by the name of Fat Swaller was born in this building. And his whole life, and, and they start out with this movie that they've, that they kind of have, they talk about this movie about Fat Swaller and who he was. And you can tell it's not really Fat Swaller because it's. Most F. Thank you. I'm not going to remember his name. Mike. Yes, Character's Mike. name is Mike. So it's Mike and you can tell that they do some movie work and that's good. So, and then Mike has a friend played by. Jack Black. Black, Jack Black. Don't remember his character's name. He's just going to be Jack Black. Lewis. I don't know, but weird. No, Jerry. 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 Jerry's odd. Jerry feels like the government is against everyone and that microwaves are dangerous. And he's always wearing something weird on his head. He's just kind of odd. And he is going to attack the power (laughs) plant. And he wants Mike to help him. And Mike starts to help. And then he just decides, hey, I can't do this. This isn't right. Because Mr. Frederick, Danny Glover's character has to go on his trip and he puts uh, Mike in charge of the video story. He's like, don't let mm-hmm. Jerry do anything except he writes it and then he flaps it on the train window and it's all backwards and they're like, oh, poor Mr. Frederick. He doesn't know how to spell anything and all stuff. And then finally Mike figures it out. So anyway, so Jerry actually gets magnetized. magnetized. And so they don't know that. And, you know, Mike is working the video store and they're a dollar and, and, Jerry walks in and stuff is kind of happening and people are trying to check out videos and none of them are working. And then Jerry walks by the TV and it's all... So... Um, he he demagnetized every, every single... single video in the store. Every single video. And Mike is like, oh, he's going to kill me. Put me in charge. And then there's also Mia Farrow's character who's kind of checking on him. 
And so then what they decide to do, because Mia, Farrow, Mia Farrow's character is getting called by Danny Glover every single night to check on what's going on over there. Because actually he tells them he's going on this big fat swaller trip, but he's actually checking out the DVD competition. And he yeah. goes in there and he's seeing it and he's watching. So she's like, he calls me every night. And so they're trying to figure it out. And then she goes, oh, can I get Ghostbusters? He's like, no, no, it's out or something. And But it's demagnetized. So then what they decide to do is they redo it in their own version. It's hysterical. It's just Jack Black being Jack Black. Yeah, just... With this Mike character. It's it's really funny how well, they do it. When it's they do the so, theme song. And it's well, like... Did you read what it said about Amazon Prime? No. So it said that when um, Jerry's character is singing it, the reason why he's not singing the original song is because they didn't have the rights yet. They got the rights after they filmed the scene. But it's that, it's if, so much funnier. If you sing it right, it wouldn't be funny. No, it was funny because it it's kind of like what we all do. And one person will go, "What are you singing? I'm singing this. That's not how it that, goes." Yeah, look, mm. the, the words aren't even like close. No, it's like when you see a little ghost. Yeah. Or when you're walking down the street and you see a little ghost. What you gonna do about Ghostbusters? It's just funny. I mean, that it's funny, and then so. Then it kind of starts taking off when they call. Oh, and then they invite this girl because they want to do another scene. And they were using this guy and Jack Black's character is supposed to kiss the girl, but it wasn't a girl. And it's, it's like a guy. the mechanic. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not kissing my mechanic. And um, so they hire this girl to do it. So then they call it Sweeting. Sweeting. So they're like, we want the Sweeting version. So they basically have done all of the movies from the video store in their own version. And they're short. They're like half an hour. Or 20 minutes or something. And then, yeah. So that's what they kind of do. And everybody wants to get one. And Danny Glover comes back. And it's amazing. And they're making so much money. Do you you remember like all the different movies that they ended up doing? Oh, oh, uh, Rush 2. Rush (laughs) Rush Hour Hour 2. Which is really funny because Jack Black is playing Jackie Chan's character. But they don't get like offensive with it. Mm, Not really. Not really, but a little bit. But it's funny the way that they were doing it. Like, oh. And then and then they pull back and they're like literally standing on their tiptoes or something. So I mean I thought, I thought those parts were hysterical. Don't they the, do Rocky? Yeah, and Rocky. Robocop. Robocop. Um, King Kong. I mean I thought I thought those parts were so fun. Mm-hmm. And then here comes Sigourney Weaver in her two scene that doesn't really count. You <laughs> big cheater pants. <laughs> she plays like a government video girl or something and so basically i the fca fcc 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 so basically they've broken all the rules and they're all gonna have to go to jail or pay a ton of money and then they're gonna lose all the videos and they use a big steamroller and they crush all the videos all of them but they still need money to save their building yeah so then what they do is do you remember what she says with the fbi thing no she's like there's the FBI warning at the beginning of the tape. And then Jack Black goes, yeah, but we erased that. So, like, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. And the other guy goes, it's not a joke or something. But um, so then what they decide to do is make a real movie. Mm-hmm. And they're going to do the Fat Swaller thing because, you know, they're all this building needs to be saved because of the history. So they make this film. And as you looked at me, did I forget an important part? You remember what Danny Glover reveals? It's not yet. Yeah, After is. they made it, I think. No, oh, it's right you're before. right, you're right. After all the videos are getting destroyed. Right, and then they're like, we'll just do this movie. And then he says, okay, I lied. Fat Swaller wasn't born here. It wasn't born here. Some of it, he said, some of these parts are true, but I changed it. And then Mia Farrow's character goes, well, that's okay, because I can say what I want. My mom did this. And they're like, well, my uncle did this. So then they made this documentary film, just kind of for themselves, because they all wanted to be part of it. It was really cool. How, like, the old-time cars, it was, like, cardboard drawn. But it looked, again, visually how they did it. And they did it, like, through a fan. It, it was neat how they put it together. And it made sense. And it was really neat. Um, Jerry wanted to play Fats Waller. And yes. they couldn't, ex- they were trying to explain why he couldn't be Fats Waller. And he wasn't getting it. And then he comes out in the makeup. And everyone, pretty much everyone, except Mia Farrow and Jack Black in this movie, are not white. Right. Exactly. And so he comes out in this makeup. And, and they're like, no. Yeah, everyone's just like, 
no, no, no. And he's like, what? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm fat. Like, Jerry's not, or Mike's not even fat. Like, Mike can't be fat swallower. Like, I'm fat. And then you see, like, Danny Glover talking to him outside, but he's, like, pointing in his face. Like, you can't do that. Here's why that's wrong. And right. Blah, blah, blah. So they make this movie, and they're going to show it. And um, Mike, and I don't know where Mike has to go, but he goes somewhere. And I don't, I don't remember that part. But Jerry has the TV set up, and then he bumps it, and it breaks. So Mike gets there, and he knocks the TV over. Yes, and then, so something happens, and... So then they, somebody has a projector. So they're showing it on this giant sheet and they're so proud of it. And Danny Glover's like, I want to keep this building. We have to do this. This It's what we need to do. And they're like, sorry, too late. You signed it. And the owner, because the construction people are waiting to knock this building down. And they, um, what they don't realize is that you can see the movie from the other side. And then they open the door there are so many people out there laughing and watching and they win. Yeah. They're going to make their own films and the, the owner of the building is really excited and everything is going to go great. I hated this film. What? I'm so sorry because I hated. So let me tell you, I this is a throw it in the trash. I'm so oh, sorry. No. This is a throw it in the trash no. because here's what it, it was trying to do too much and I, I mean, it's only an hour and 40 minutes. I'm sorry, honey. Wrong. I'm sorry, honey. It's fun. It is fun. I loved, here's what I would have done. If I was the director, I would have concentrated more because that's how I've seen the previews for it, the trailers. They needed to concentrate more on doing the movies. The because funny stuff, that yeah. was so funny and the way that they did it was so great. The story part of it, rah, rah, I didn't care. I didn't care about Jack Black and his microwave stuff. I didn't care. I didn't care that much about Danny Glover. I didn't care that much. I, I actually did care about the Fat Swaller stuff because I found that interesting. Yeah. But they were trying to do too much and I spent more time just not caring. And I wanted to like this film, but it needed to do what one of the characters said it needed to do. It needed to make it shorter and concentrate it. That's fair. That's fair. It was probably, yeah. it was, I mean, it was only an hour and 40 minutes, but it was too long because I just didn't care. And I wanted to, I really wanted to, but I didn't. <laughs> so I'm well, sorry, the- but well, that's the thing, though, too, is like when they're first making them, it's just Mike, Jerry, and then the girl. So funny. And then the whole neighborhood's like, well, we want to be in them. Right. So they do Boys boys in the Hood, and it's like that gang that Mia Farrow has kind of like raised. Right. And they do this, and they do that. I mean, and it, it just, those it, parts were good. There was just so much of the other stuff I just didn't care about. I mean, I know they... Driving Miss Daisy. Okay, that was just funny. I mean, they're like I said, when they were making the movies... That made me laugh, but the rest of it was, uh, so, okay, so. Could you remake this? I wouldn't want to. You don't need to. And no, you couldn't because we're now into DVDs or you know what? There's really no more video stores around. The internet also exists because the whole shtick is they couldn't Google the plots. They exactly. had to just go with what they thought the plots were. and like, Right. Like, yeah, so we, no, you can, it's dated. It's like, what's the Ghostbusters song? Oh, let me Google it. You know what I mean? It's right. like. And you can't. You can't. So, but you, you shouldn't. You should just let this one. Thank you for what you made. And now let's be done with it. All right. So, all right. What are we doing next? Should we do our, we have a Facebook, we have an email, we have a Twitter. Yeah, Should that, I do that? That was quick. Okay. No, that wasn't quick. I talked for a really long time. No, that's fine. I'll take it. I did. Yeah. Didn't I? T- I talked for a lot longer than I normally do. No. <laughs> Not at all. I felt like I talked for a really long yeah, time. Yeah, it was about 15 minutes long. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. I talk, We actually went longer on my section, which is fine. That's a big shocker. Oh, thanks, Mom. You're welcome. Um, okay, so we have a Facebook. Uh, Kids has to Mother Approved on Facebook. We have a Twitter. Uh, KTMA on KTMA Show on Twitter. We have... Patreon. Patreon. KT, uh, Patreon.com slash KTMA Show. We have Zazzle if you'd like some cool merchandise. <laughs> Don't go to Zazzle. Go to Bodega Catco. Get a, get a pin. <gasps> get a pin? Well, Isn't it a patch? It's a patch. It's a buy patch. a patch because they're cool. Now I have to buy a jean jacket or a backpack to put my cool patch on. Yeah. So there you go. Buy me a something, Ruben. Okay. Um, um, let me see what else do we have. We Do we have any emails this week, Ruben? We do have an email because guess what? I was wrong about something. Bing, bong, bing, bong, bing, bong. What a big shocker. You were wrong about something? I was wrong about something. All right. Well, can I read it this time? No. <laughs> Fine. This one is titled... My- 
what is that? Is he being sad? Yes, because I never get to read the emails. <sighs> it's okay. Go ahead. No, fine. Hold on. I don't want to read it. I'm just, no, you know what, no. Ruben? I'm totally just playing no, with you. No, Go ahead. No, no, Let's no. do it this way. Let's do it this no, way. You, Here's what we're going to do. What are we going to do? If if it was written by a man, you're going to read Too it. Too bad you're reading it. If No, I don't want to. No, nope, I just like it. to tease you. If it's written by, okay, I'm going to read it. Okay, just read it. Hi, Ruben and Dawn. I'm working... I'm working, oh, I'm working on the 4th as I listen to this, so thanks for helping me get through the day. Oh, well, the heat index in, whoops, the heat index in Cincinnati today is 106. Ugh! So maybe working indoors isn't too bad. Oh, yeah, crank that air conditioning up. I apologize, but I'm going to be that guy in the Legend of the Guardian segment you mentioned, Australian Maori. 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 It was, well, it wasn't, it was me specific, which is not, this is... I love that I'm corrected because I'm wrong all the time, so please. Okay, there certainly are Australian Maori, but the Maori are much more associated with New Zealand than Australia. Nice. I'm a fan of the New Zealand national rugby team, the Alley Blacks, for their all-black uniforms. Oh, the All Blacks. I'm sorry. Next time I'm not reading them because the print is too small. (laughs) And Maori culture is interwoven with that team, right down to the entire team doing the Maori ceremonial... Maori, but sure. I'm sorry. (laughs) <laughs> Maori ceremonial dance called a haka before every game. It's just kind of funny what kind of information you can pick up along the way. Thank you, Chris. And Chris, I totally destroyed your email. I will never read another email again. <laughs> Have so, you ever seen a haka performed in real life? This is not a joke. No, I don't know what it is. It's that, like, it's the Maori dance where they're, like, they do the, the chanting and the pounding and the... No, I never have. Oh, it's so cool. You've seen it before in I real life? I saw one. I went... Oh, this is... It was a wedding... And the people involved had were Maori, or there was something where it was Polynesian or, or something, but they did a haka. I don't know what the specific Kay. thing was, but they, they, a haka was performed. And it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Because the groom went from his like tux to this full like traditional garb. And all these guys, just out of nowhere, are all doing the same exact move. And it's, Very it's cool. so cool i've seen like i mean there's videos online you can see but it's it's one of those things to like like i remember being there and like they're like oh they're gonna start this and i'm like at the very front i'm like i want to see i want to see i want to see because it's just something that i would never ever experience in my real life because i'm boring and not exciting but like you're wonderful but but you know what i mean it's not like i'm driving to work and like there's just some dude doing a haka on the street like no but so it, it's cool to see something that you might not otherwise right. experience. And um, thanks to Chris for giving us yeah, more information. Cool email. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, I was totally, I totally was just like, that's all the same. Yeah, and it's not. It's not all and the same. And I've never seen a rugby match either, so I'll have to. Have you ever seen a rugby match? I uh, know. I think I'd like to see that sometime. That'd be cool. So. Okay, Um. so what are you doing? Watching? Are you selling. No, I'm not selling anything. What? Bodega Catco. Bodega Catco. That's what go. we're selling. Um, no, uh, what you watch this week? Which I think I t- I've talked about this movie already, but you want to talk about it? Because I think what we... Okay. Let's just say this right now. There's going to be spoilers for a very specific thing, because we're going to talk about that short at the beginning of Incredibles. We're, <gasps> we so can't. We have to. We can't. We have to. Okay, so if you have not seen Incredibles, stop it right now. We don't. I don't know how far to go. Probably fast forward it by about two minutes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch it at two minutes. So from here on in, in like one second, we are officially gonna talk about the short at the beginning of Incredibles. Yes. In like two minutes from this point, come back. Let's make it three. Three minutes to talk a lot about it. Three minutes from this point right now, uh, come back and then we will done be talking about. Yeah, because you need to see this. Okay, so go ahead. Okay, that's short at the beginning of Incredibles too. It's a little Asian family. Yes. I, I'm, I'm assuming they're in San Francisco. I don't know why I assume I that. don't know. But, and she's making little buns and she's making and she's little food. she's lonely. Yeah, she's, uh, she, they're empty nesters. The, they're older and the the man goes to work and there's not anything weird going on. He's, he's, he's like, does he kiss her little head? And their, their shapes are very like. Cute. They look clay. Yes. The whole thing looks clay. So she's making a little bun and then. It cries. She bites it and it cries. Or she does some. I think she bites it. Or she she's puts going, it in her mouth. Oh, okay, and it and cries. then and then it cries and it's a little baby bun and it's so cute. And so then the whole thing is the bun's growing up and then it then the bun is a little boy and then the bun is a teenager and the mom is already crying and then the bun oh. <laughs> the mom is already crying. 
I have to tell you, I hit ugly cry. I was in a full theater because I now I went to the theater with the comfort seats. What are mm-hmm. the recliners? Yeah. So there's only 47 seats. I was sitting next to people on both sides. Ugly cry, man, just poof, ugly. Because, so then eventually the bun gets a girlfriend. The bun's gonna get married. And it's this little bun. It's like, I mean, it's like the size of like my hand. If I extended my hand yes, out. Yes, it's not very big, but and it's like a little, it's like a little gingerbread boy. The mom gets so upset. <gasps> she eats the bun. She eats it. She eats it. And, and then that, she, it's not weird or violent or gross. No, she but it goes. <gasps> well, and I, because she was trying to protect him. So she eats him and she's angry. And I went like, I literally did that in the theater. <gasps> oh no. The whole theater. When I saw it too, it was like a, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, and then she just cries. <laughs> she's crying. She's so sad. And then More she, and more. And she's in her bed, and she's very sad, and she's crying. And then the, 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 the man comes in, and he pushes someone in front, and it looks like the little silhouette of the bun. No, because you can't cry, because then I'm going to cry. And it's her son who looks like the little bun. She was so lonely. <laughs> oh, no, we're both crying. That she had to... To create this little bun person because she had no one. and The little bun was a metaphor. For her little... Yeah, and then... So her son is Cause like... Because she kept trying to control the bun to control the bun right, and the bun wanted to go away. Right. And we're crying. We're literally crying. And her it's her son. And it made me so sad. I was crying. And then he sits down on the bed and she's just like, whatever, because he's a butt. I, you know, I don't know. It's yeah. just like she didn't care. And then he, he gives opens the box of donuts, which is what she used to do probably when they were little and the little bun boy and then he she sits up and they have a donut and oh and then and then he gets he has his the wife is the wife of the yeah. little yeah so it's this whole story but man it's it's i cried so hard and just you and i talking about it we both got teary yeah this Be- is beautiful but so true yeah and it was so like unexpected and so here's the thing did you ever see coco in theaters no, I saw Coco in our living room. Did you watch the 22-minute Olaf movie? No. Oof. Was it painful? Oof. It's painful. Coco is beautiful. Yes, yeah, so pretty. This... No, I don't think that... Because we saw the DVD like yeah. at Redbox. I don't think it had it. That's fine. Did we hit the three-minute mark yet? Yeah, I think we're good. Okay. I think that, hey, welcome back. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. If not. If not, you can go back about a minute. Um... But so the whole thing with this this short though almost would have been better with Coco than it I was Incredibles so. because Incredibles is like I mean we won't uh, we won't try and get really into spoilers I mean there's like story spoilers but just like when you and I were talking about it this is more like Toy Story three than it is like Toy Story two it's a kids it's an animated movie but I really wouldn't say it's a kids movie I don't really know what no. kids would get out of it like N- no and I really think that Incredible this movie you might have just said that because I kind of was thinking about something else for a second. I think this movie was made for, because it was 14 years, right? Yeah. This was made for the people that were kids 14 years ago when they exactly. saw it. This is not for children. a five-year-old. Uh, it's not a four- or five-year-old. I think it's going to get bored. But I think a four- and five-year-old really got bored with the first one. Mm, no, I miss, maybe Syndrome. I'm getting my movies mixed up. Jason, Jason. Lee. Yeah, he's I'm, in the first I one. love him. I think he died. He did not. I think he died in the first one. That's why he's not in the Oh, I was like, no, he's an Alvin in the Chipmunks. No, not, okay, that doesn't... I you thought you that, meant the actor. Are you aware that if you're an Alvin in the Chipmunks, you don't live forever? No, I thought you meant the actor. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, no, he's not. Because I... Excuse me, now you got me all excited. I, I thought he... Because he's in all the Alvin and the Chipmunk movies. Yeah, but what does that have to do with him being literally alive? Because they're new. <laughs> so they're not. I mean, they... He can still die. No, but I'm... I just saw him. That's what I'm saying. Wait, I just saw a video of Abraham Lincoln. Oh, stop. <laughs> I saw an, a video of Abraham Lincoln on The Bachelor, but that doesn't make it real. What? Long story. Okay, so what else? That's all I'm going to talk about. Um, Of of what I saw. It's just the Incredibles. Yeah, did I talk about Jurassic yet? Yeah, you That's talked fine. about it last week. Uh, oh, Ant-Man. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, give it. us all the spoilers. Okay, so just many. Just kidding. Oh, I spoiled it. Just kidding. Uh, it's very good. It's probably the best. Okay, me and Taylor saw it. Uh, saw it with some other friends. It was really good. Uh, but so you and I, we talk about me and Taylor seeing all these movies together. We've seen every superhero mm-hmm. movie. Yep. Since Iron Man, we see. Well, not superhero. We've seen every single Marvel Cinematic Universe movie together. Every yes. single one. Uh, I have flown to Los Angeles when he went to school down there. He has flown up here. Like we have made it a thing. Every single one. Yes. 
So we both kind of came to the agreement that this is the second best sequel in nice. all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, I love Paul Rudd. Hell, he's great in this movie. He's great. Okay, there's one quick scene in this movie. I'm not going to spoil like what it is or whatever, but it's very reminiscent of Jack Black in Jumanji 2, and that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Um, but it's like funny, but he's like playing it so well. And isn't so? It's it's Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. Michael Douglas, who I think is fantastic uh, yes, in this. He's great in this movie. He, he really plays that Alfred kind of guy. He's a dad. You know? Yeah. He's the dad. And then who plays his daughter? Evangeline Lilly. And is there someone else? Yeah. Lawrence Fishburne's in this movie. Yeah. Michelle it's, Pfeiffer's in this movie. No. Is there another guy where they're comparing? That's oh. the size thing? Yeah. That's, that's Lawrence Fishburne. He's like, I got to 21 feet. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then yeah, Paul yeah, Rudd's yeah, like yeah. 63. Yeah, right. Sorry. Um. So I haven't seen it. I... It's fun. It's here's the thing. If if I could get any superhero's powers, I always wanted Ant Man's powers because it's so fun to be like I could shrink or I could get so big. Like that's such a cool concept right. and it's fun. They really play it up. Uh, Randall Park is in this movie. Uh, the dad from uh, Fresh Off the Boat. He plays a CIA agent and he plays it so well. Michael Pena steals this movie. Oh, I like him. Uh, oh my gosh, he's so funny. There's a whole, just a whole bit with Truth Serum, where they're like getting interrogated, and they're like, "Oh, it's Truth Serum," and they're like, it's, "Truth Serum doesn't exist." Like, but what is this? Then? It's this chemical, this chemical. But it's Truth Serum. It's not Truth Serum. Like, it's this. Michael Pena is great. They're, everyone just plays it so well. I did not like Ant Man One. I thought it was dumb. I thought it. Was, oh, I it love re- it. It relied way too much on humor. I thought this found its balance. It didn't try and be Guardians of the Galaxy, which is just humor, 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 because that's not good to me. Thor Ragnarok, way too funny. While this movie had like some you know, ups and downs, I felt like it overall was a pretty good movie. The after the credit scenes are pretty interesting. The first one is good uh, and sets up the next stuff. The second one is whatever. Okay. Well, that's that's good. All right. So uh, yeah. that's, that's all I have this week. Just Incredibles. Just the Incredibles? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if we well, watched s- Nailed It. We watched Nailed It, and you saw another movie you didn't talk about. What did I see? You saw the first Purge, Ooh. didn't you? <gasps> oh boy. Okay. Oh, what am I getting on? It's my soapbox. Uh oh. The first Purge was bad. It's well, a bad movie. Why did you have to? Uh, 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 well, because I wasn't gonna do my. That was me yelling into a big megaphone, but I wasn't gonna do it directly into the okay. microphone. But it's not a shocker. I don't. I mean, I know that people like these kind of films, but no, I don't think that no. they're ever expected to do well. Purge. The first couple Purge movies are fun and enjoyable. This one was garbage. It didn't make any sense. It had major plot holes. It like there was just a bunch of stuff they just expected you to go with. It. It was bad. It was horrible propaganda that was just trying to play into the fears of like the African American community it was like it just felt like yeah it felt like garbage propaganda Ugh, of just like of like look 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 like they it, it wanted to get political there was like okay here's the thing do you remember those movies in and this is the most political I'm gonna get and I do apologize do you remember those movies in like the early 2000s of like date movie an epic movie yeah. and they'd make like They'd make a Michael Jackson joke. Right. Do you remember how dated that feels now? Yes. If you went back and saw a joke about like, I want to touch the boy. Like, it's right. like not funny anymore. It's like, no. oh yeah, it's forever. There's a, there's a, it's not even subtle, but there's a Donald Trump joke in this movie without saying the name Donald Trump. Uh-huh. And it is already so dated. Because oh. it's like, really? Like. You it, have to be really careful with that because but, once you date yourself, but you're it was just so dated. just like really, you really felt that that whole thing was necessary to be like, oh look, we made a reference. Like, that's not the kind of movie that this is. Okay. And to so. be like, oh hoo 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 hoo, like, oh my god. So don't don't he, see it. He doesn't even exist in that universe hypothetically because right. You know, it's because it's technically at our time and uh, just horrible movie. Don't One, bother. Probably worst of the year so far for me. Not even if you have a movie card. It was not worth using my movie pass. I'm upset that I had to waste my movie pass on that. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, okay. But so. yeah. All right. So next week. Next week's a good one. Next week's going to be a good one. Yes. Our theme is Robin Rob, Williams. Robin Williams. I'm which, so excited. Which, I was going to say, you're a huge fan. I, I love Robin Williams. I admire his work so much. So and talented. So talented. Um, can I give you mine first? Yeah. Um, and mine is on Netflix. And okay. it's free. Okay. And I forgot the year. I think it's in the... I don't know, 80s or 90s. Mm-hmm. 
one of my favorites, although I don't remember all of it, so it might not be as perfect as I remember. Mm-hmm. Dead Poet Society. Really? It's on Netflix? Yes, because I checked. And I've never watched it? So good. So that's what you're watching, Dead Poet Society. Oh, man. There's just so many things that I could have had you watch. That I, I know. Just pick me one. You want to hear what you're not watching? Yes. Okay. I could have picked. What What do you think? Yeah, what would What would the... the ob- I think Dead Poet Society is an obvious one, though. Oh, I don't think so because it's so different. So what different. do you think that, like, because what do you think the two obvious movies are then? Aladdin? Aladdin and I just thought, well, I knew for you because you already told me I was going to have to watch Desta Smoochie. Yeah, and I, I think... Or I think um, Hook. So you, you think that it would have been Aladdin and Hook are the two or, obvious ones? Or, you know, which other one I, I just, um, Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah, but that's the thing is when you get someone like, like Sigourney Weaver is a phenomenal actress. Right. But like... Not everything, but almost everything that Robin Williams touches is like, or touched, was like gold. You know what I mean? Well, and he did. I almost gave you August Rush, actually, Ooh, where he plays kind of a bad guy. I know. I just didn't want to watch it again. <laughs> no, because I've seen it once, and I just, it was hard to see. I mean, because Robin Williams is always either, usually the underdog, or I mean, I know that he's made some where he's the bad guy, or it's kind of creepy, or whatever. But I don't like those. But yeah. whatever. I'm gonna watch whatever you say. Because there's a couple of, actually I haven't seen of his. Um, so whatever you say. You were watching 2002's okay. Insomnia. I have not seen that one. It's a scary one. Okay. Okay. Wait. No, it's okay. I'll watch no, it. No, no, no. No? We did a Hugh Jackman episode yes. with no musicals and no action. Okay. We're doing a Robin Williams episode yes. with no, no comedy. comedy. It's nope. not a funny episode. No. Like, this will be like a... This will well, be like I a, think it could be a funny episode because you and I laugh at about sad scared thing. or yeah. sad. No, but... But that's what I mean. Is, yeah, is, it's Dead not, Poet Society is It's amazing. not Aladdin and it's not Fern no. Gully. It's not and, Hook. It's and we're not trying, Jumanji. We're trying not to pick the obvious. No. And I think we did that with Sigourney Weaver. I think oh, we didn't pick the obvious ones. So this one that we did, so it'll be, I'm watching Insomnia, Insomnia, and you're watching Dead Dead Poets Poets Society. Society. So that'll be good. Yeah. All right. See you guys next week. All right. Bye. Bye.